Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Yay Networks. Welcome to A Sandwich and Some Lovin' Podcast. I'm Kelly Raspberry Evans with my husband and podcast co-host and soon-to-be vacation partner, Alan Evans. Hey, Trey! In the house. How you doing, Alan? Soon-to-be six years in matrimony. Oh, so you wanted to to show me that you remembered our anniversary <laughs> after I slyly after I slyly reminded you yesterday. Oh, Here's this this is what I was telling a girlfriend of mine. Like today. I would have forgot. Here's what I was telling a girlfriend of mine today at her birthday lunch. I said, you gotta set your husband mm-hmm. or your wife up for success. A lot of women be like, I'm just gonna see if he remembers my anniversary. I'm gonna see if he remembers because I remember, and if it was important enough, he would remember. You could take that route and run the risk of being pissed off, or you could say, "Honey, you know, we're gonna be in Mexico on our anniversary this year." See, just kind of a subtle bring it up. Hey, honey, you know Anna and Ryan are getting married on our wedding anniversary. Isn't that crazy? That kind of thing. You bring it up in natural conversation. And then he automatically thinks it's his own idea that he remembered it. So you think we're just too dumb to remember? Yes. No, I'm just saying, set your man up for success. Don't try to do those gotcha moments, those aha moments, you know? Like if it's an anniversary or a birthday, your kid's birthday. Because I think a lot of times, I'm, I'm not trying to start off in a love letters to Kelly. Love this is letters. what it's turning into right love now. Love letters to Kelly. But I think a lot of times, so much of planning and taking care of special occasions and stuff falls on the mom, falls on the wife, doing the calendar schedules and things like that, that sometimes you get kind of a little bit put out and like, why have I got to do everything? And he should remember. And then sometimes you just do those aha moments, you know? Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Just have say I ever forgotten? No. No, not that I'm have aware Have you always of. reminded me? No. Have I? No. Have I? Oh, don't, Maybe don't I'm be, just that good. Don't be doing this. See, that's the thing, ladies. You're a magician it's mentalism like, bit with it's me, just okay? just like Get the Guy, uh-huh. Matthew Hussey's book. Uh-huh. If you're a single woman and you're like, there's no single men around, they're all around you. But what you have to do is start a conversation with the man, but make him think that he's the one that's starting the conversation. Much like Alan thinks, he just naturally remembers our anniversary every year. Why Why are you all trying to play so many <laughs> mind games with us? I'm just saying, set your man up for success. But now I've blown my cover, and now you know what I'm doing. Yeah, well, I know it's our anniversary. Still ain't got you anything for our anniversary. I guess I got to do that tomorrow. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> no, I, I know what I'm going to do. I've got a oh, plan. Oh, you do? I've always got a plan. Do I not? I've always got a plan. You haven't thought of anything yet. Yes, have I you? most certainly have. I've yes, already, I have. I've already bought mine. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Been done. So what are we going to do? Just ex- exchange in Mexico? Yeah, or? we're just going to throw it at each other. Here. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> well, I, I did do, I did buy some things ahead of our trip to Mexico. Would you like to elaborate? Yes. First order of business portable carbon monoxide detector. Okay. Alan thinks I'm being a little ridiculous. I, well, but let me no, tell you. Not, not ridiculous. Those but, two, well, uh, I just, it was in, was it in the Bahamas last year? And then just in Cabo, they had those two people that died. They get really sick. They go to the doctor. They send them back to the room and they die. Mm-hmm. It's like for less than 30 bucks, I got this little plug-in carbon monoxide detector. Peace and of I'm mind. I'm not going to worry about it. Peace of mind. I've never thought of it before until this year, but I'm like, why not? Why not? They're so cheap. You could order them on Amazon. They're here like that. You can go to Home Depot and buy one, whatever. When did these two people succumb to? Like a week or two ago in Cabo. Oh, it was recently? Very recently. And at first they were saying it. I don't have the story in front of me, y'all, so please forgive me if I get some of the details wrong. But apparently at this resort, what they do is part of their, like, you know, they have packages, like, where you can do, 
you know, some of these resorts, they'll have a cocktail making class or learn how to mm-hmm. roll cigars or things like that. From what I understand at this resort, before they, I think, figured out it was carbon monoxide, is they have you prepare a hangover cure, like a personal hangover cure. Okay. And it's all these concoctions and herbs and stuff or whatever. I, like I said, I don't have the story in front of me. And then you're supposed to get rip-roaring drunk, just blitzed out of your mind. And then the next morning you take this hangover cure and it's supposed to be a miracle. And I think some people thought maybe it was the concoction. But then the more we found out, it sounds more like carbon monoxide, which is odorless. Mm-hmm. And colorless, um, colorless. You can't and you can't smell it, which makes it odorless, like I just said. And then when I bring it home, we can you know put it upstairs in the kids' room. Might get one for downstairs. It doesn't I already, hurt. I thought I already put them up there. Do we have one upstairs? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? We have one in our bedroom too. Where is it? It's on the ceiling. Have Your you husband the is. I'm always three steps ahead have here, you Raspberry. The always three steps ahead. Have you checked the batteries yep. lately? Recently. You're making that up. Every January 1st. You're making that up. Nope. He's making that up. Every January 1st. They don't chirp like a regular smoke detector, do they? No, I don't think so. Maybe we need to check the batteries. Well. Now that you're lying and saying you've checked the batteries. Not lying. (laughs) And another thing I bought, in addition to Alan's anniversary present, was a jumbo jar of lube. (laughs) A big one. It's big, isn't it? That was a big one. I mean, I showed it to him yesterday. He couldn't have been less interested. He's like, "Huh?" I mean, it's such it's such a big <laughs> jar. So big. I think I think I can just stick my thing in it. God, it's it's not one of those little personal. No, it's not one of those little. Per- it's not a travel. It's size. like a freaking like it's as big as like a, a smart water we gotta, bottle. We got to check it. I mean, how much freaking lube do we need? Well, it's our anniversary, and six years in. We need to spice things up a little bit. I guess when you're in your 50s like we are, you, you, you actually do need a lot. Yeah, we do. And Alan, just first thing he said, did you even have your reader's perch on your nose at this point? He's like, is it water-based? That was the first thing he asked. Not, hey, baby, no. Is it water-based? That was the first thing I don't want that said. sticky stuff all over me. I want the stuff that's easy to wash off. Hey, we're a married couple. We we can We can talk lube so anyway good lord man well one what time, is the ma- what is listen, wrong with you listen one time we went on a romantic <laughs> weekend and and it's always on me right always nobody always on kelly to pack everything and i forgot to pack the lube so remember that when we went to fort worth for the oh, weekend god yeah <sighs> boy that go, was that was a beating we had to go was, find a cbs that was, <laughs> that was some that was some slow going you know we had to go find oh a CBS. just Anyway, that's enough of our personal business. So happy early anniversary. Yeah, happy um, early. We're going to, uh, you said, we're going to Anna's wedding, and then we're going to transfer from there. I don't even know what hotel Anna's wedding's at. It's like the, Par- I don't remember, Paradiso. I don't remember. I've got it. I've got it written down. Okay, we're leaving for Mexico Friday. Friday. We're be there Saturday for the wedding. Yeah, Friday night's the, they're having a cocktail wel- welcome party. Okay. And I have an outfit for that. I have gone shopping to buy a dress for Anna's wedding. You know, I was going to lose all this weight for the wedding, and I think I've gained five pounds, but who cares? I don't even care. I ain't getting married. And uh, so I went to go find a dress to wear for her wedding. Now, Anna's already told us they have the venue, I believe, until 5 a.m. I think she said 5 a.m., and they are planning to use up every minute of this. They it's a Mexican wedding. They party apparently all night long. There's going to be tequila tasting and all sorts of stuff and dancing. I won't be there I at 5 a.m. I don't know that we're going to make Guaranteed. it till 5, but we're going to be there a while and we're going to be dancing. And I wanted something that was, you know, didn't show sweat, that was good on the beach breeze and stuff. And so far I've bought, I bought a dress for the, um, re- 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 uh, the welcome reception. I bought that. That's going to be cute. My mama liked that one. And I bought two new bathing suits and two new cover-ups. That's what I've bought. <laughs> I haven't gotten anything for the wedding yet. I haven't bought anything. Well, Nothing. You, you don't care. Zero. Zilch. You've got stuff to wear to a beach wedding. The stuff you wear to the resort to dinner, like those linen pants and a Just shirt. throw on a linen shirt and linen pants That's and it. call it a day. That's huh? it. Sandals. I'm sure I've got something upstairs I can wear. Might I'll wear, find it. May, wear, might wear my Bucci loafers, maybe. Maybe. Big Al you know says that wearing store, shorts. You know, that sounds like Al. You know that store went out of business? Which one? Where I got the Bucci loafers. 
that secondhand. Did. You know, they just protocol. That was, that was tough. Because I went a, over, I took Dylan over there to get donuts the other day, and the donut shop on. is right next to that. He's closed up. Yeah, that was tough. It was a men's consignment store, but they were trying to do luxury consignment for men. And it just, they, I just think the location was bad. I thought the products were good, but thought, a little yeah. bit pricey. Yeah. It was luxury designer stuff. I, I know. know, but if you're, if you're buying used clothing, you kind of want to get a deal. And well, that stuff you, was you expensive. Were, you were, but designer clothes are just stupid expensive anyway. But well, people that are, I don't know, it's just, it's too, too difficult. I feel bad. I don't like to see any business go out of business, but anyway. Well, we're going to go out of business if you don't do that. Well, Okay. What? Nothing. I'll get, we'll get back to the show in a minute. You know, we just had our boys for a, the past couple of weeks. Our laundry situation didn't just double. It more than quadrupled. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Exponential. We exponential. Baseball lady. uniforms. Towels. Lots of towels. So many towels. Anyway, Picking up big, heavy jugs of detergent. Jugs. And, you know, every time you put the lid back on after you pour it out, the the detergent dribbles down the side and it puddles on the shelf. It's all sticky and gooey. I can't stand it. It makes doing all that laundry even more unpleasant. But then I found Earth Breeze. Earth Breeze. It's a revolutionary liquidless laundry detergent that dissolves 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. Earth Breeze laundry detergent Echo sheets, they look just like dryer sheets, but they're not. You just toss them in the wash on top of your dirty clothes. There's no lifting heavy plastic gooey jugs, no measuring, no mess. Earth Breeze just makes the whole concept of detergent better, right down to its packaging, which is lightweight, biodegradable, plastic free. So you don't have to worry about Earth Breeze ending up in landfills or oceans. Earth Breeze is also compatible with high efficiency washers, gray water systems. They're septic safe. But, you know, let's just be honest. You just want clean clothes, right? And, yes, you do get a powerful clean. Earth Breeze is tough on stains. It fights odors. Your clothes come out clean every time. These Echo Sheets are also hyperallergenic and dermatologist tested. So they're great if you have sensitive skin. But on top of all that, Earth Breeze offers flexible subscriptions. You can adjust. You can pause. You can cancel at any time. No contracts or fees. Try it for yourself with their risk-free 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund. No questions asked and no return necessary. Switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, our listeners can subscribe to EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash sandwich to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash sandwich for 40% off EarthBreeze. Dot com slash sandwich. Thank you, Earth Breeze. We love Earth Breeze. All right, so we are getting ready to go <laughs> to celebrate our country's uh, independence. We're going to Mexico. <laughs> Happy yeah. Fourth of July, everybody. We're in Mexico a lot for Fourth of we July. We are a lot, um, but we weren't last year. We, we stayed home last year, but a lot of people are um, traveling for the 4th of July holiday. A lot of people have already taken off, making a long, you know, some people are vacationing the week before, some people the week of and after. But they say over 50 million Americans are traveling 50 miles or more from home during the 4th of July, which sets a new record. Uh, U.S. domestic travel over the long weekend it will increase by 2.1 million people compared to last year and surpass the 2019 total, which pre-COVID, of 49 million American travel. Um, AAA, or travelers, AAA predicts 43.2 million people will drive to their holiday destinations, up from almost two and a half, up almost two and a half from, two and a half percent from 2022. Over four million of us will fly. That's us, which is up over 11% from 2022. And uh, the cost of travel also up. Airline fares are up 40 to 50%. That's so bad. We're not flying uh, Spirit, are we? No, we're not. Okay. Listen, I know everybody gives Spirit a hard time, but the last time we flew to Mexico on Spirit and our flight got canceled because of whatever reason, they put us up in a hotel, a nice, decent hotel, and they gave us meal vouchers. Are we least, taking up for Spirit? I'm taking up for Spirit. That was a spirit. beating. I'm taking up for spirit because when American Airlines did that, when they canceled our flight, we got nada. 
nothing. You know what they needed? So to- Spirit Airlines, listen, I've talked to some people and I need to, I need to, you know, it is a no frills airline. I get it. No frills. But if you learn how to do it, you can save money. We didn't know how to do it. We didn't know every little thing you have to pay for air to breathe. But when you learn that, you know, I can hold my breath and that doesn't cost anything. Or I can, you know, you learn to consolidate your luggage like we did not know. Anyway, I'm not going to bash on Spirit too much. Everybody else dog piles on them. Instead of the meal voucher, you know what they should have given us? What? A six-foot rope. But they would have charged us for it. Oh, Alan. But at least, like I said, they shuttled us to a nice, clean hotel and they gave us meal vouchers. Was it nice? Unfortunately, we had already eaten, so we didn't take advantage of that, but... Was it nice? Yes, it was. It was nice and clean and safe. It was better than the Tallulah Super 8, I guarantee you that. It was better than spending the night in the airport, which is what I had to do with Emma Kelly when our flight got canceled coming oh. home from New York. Well, I bet that was fun. So, I'm going to give Spirit a break on that. Anyway, I Anyway, why are, why, are, why are we talking about this? Because you just... I don't know. I was just talking about travel. We've got, traveling. We've got letters... We've got a Kelly's clapback tonight. We got to get through some of this stuff. Your clapbacks are getting weaker and weaker. This clapback, I think at first I was like, you know, that's not really a clapback. But the more I thought about it, Mm-mm. the more I thought this is probably the biggest clapback you've ever oh, done. It went from not being a clapback yes. at all to the biggest one yes. I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, will I te- can't wait to hear and, it. And I will tell you why. Because this is what happens when he says... When I say something, he'll like, oh, 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 and he'll get out his phone and he'll start speaking into his notes, right? Mm-hmm. But he's he's already embellishing as he's speaking into his notes. No, not. I'm like, if you're going to do a Kelly claps back, do it verbatim. It is verbatim. No, you embellish no. as it I happens know. 10 seconds before you start speaking no. into your phone and you're already embellishing. It's verbatim. And the one tonight will be verbatim. You will not be able to refute this. Well, I'll have to wait and hear it because I don't even know what you're going to say. But whenever you say, ho, 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 I'm like, that's not even a clapback. That's not even a clapback. What do I do? Ho, 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 ho. Share? No, that's Alan Evans getting his phone out. Like Alan Evans on a foot-long filly? Something like that. Hey, our, our blue, our crawfish, he climbed all the way up one of the plants, almost to the very top of the tank. Trying to get out. Trying to escape. I don't know what he was doing. but just it was curious, maybe. I guess he's just... It's really interesting if you haven't, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about. We got Dylan a fish tank over the summer break, and he was he's been with us. He and his brother have been with us for the last two weeks. Well, he's been begging for a fish tank. Got him a fish tank, twenty gallon fish tank. Got a bunch of fish in there. We also found a blue crawfish, and his name is Blue. This is really interesting to watch this thing. The way it feels around with its, it's got these legs, but on the end of the legs are these little pinchers. And it feels the rocks and all the cracks and everything with these little pinchers. And as soon as it feels something, it grabs it. And then it moves them up to this other thing it has in front of its mouth. And it scoops all that food in, into its mouth. It's really kind of interesting how you... I just thought like a crawfish just grabs stuff with its claws. But that's not really what they do. Is this one that you would eat? Like those kind of crawfish? It's just blue? Uh, I guess. It's I a freshwater know. crawfish. I, now we're I guess. emotionally attached to it. The thing molted. It, it, molted. Lo- it lost like a whole outer shell yeah. and pinchers and everything. It's yeah. weird. It was kind of weird. It's weird looking. And I had to go in there and fish it out. Oh, that's so weird. I read that you just leave it in there and they'll eat it. But You that, didn't want to see uh, that. That kind of made me mental, so I, I fished it out. Maybe it's sort of like eating your placenta for some new moms. Ew. I know. I wouldn't do that either. Um, But check this out. So Dylan and I get this fish tank and this crawfish. His last day with us, he wanted to go to Papado. One of he, he and I's bits is we go to Papado, we go to the bar. When it's early, you know, we go early. We sit up Before at the bar. Before all the drunks show up. Right. We sit up <laughs> at the bar. He orders a Shirley Temple. Uh, you know, I get a Diet Coca-Cola, and then we, we split the crawfish platter. So that's what we did. We split the crawfish platter. Because so, he had a little bit of a moral issue with neither it. one of us seemed to have a problem didn't with it think about all. it no <laughs> neither one of us seemed to have a problem with it one one bit yeah and of course those big blue eyes and those big dimples he comes home with his to go shirley temple and about 20 cherries <laughs> that lady. Yeah. the ladies love dylan boy he ordered up too the lady set down the uh i was proud of him set down the coasters she goes what are y'all having and he didn't look at me he said i'll have a shirley temple 
like, there you go. There you go, Dill. Get up in there. Get your get your order in. Good for you. Uh, you want to read some of these letters? Yeah, Alan uh, said we haven't read letters in a while, and they've We've kind of been stacking a up. Bunch. I don't. I don't think we're going to be able to get through all of them. But if you want to send us a letter, you can do so at podcast at kellyandallen.com. And we may or may not read your letter. <laughs> if it's nice, we'll read it. Well, you can read some bad ones, too. Oh, no. If it's prickish, we might read it, too. If you want to get in a boat match with me, we might read it. We'll see. This first letter is from... Make sure I can read this. This first letter is from Jessica. Subject? This is for my girl, Kelly. Okay. All right. I'll just sit well, this You want one. me to read it, then? I'll just sit this one out. Yeah, you read that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is for my girl, Kelly. Mm -hmm. I just put my two-year-old to bed and went down the rabbit hole of old Kiss FM playbacks. I haven't laughed this hard in forever. I also see you then, hilarious, by the way, and see you now. You inspire so many young adults. I love listening to you and Alan. Without y'all's podcast, my drive to work would be so boring. Thank y'all for doing what you do. Couldn't join the family vacay in Mexico, but maybe the 6.0 when my kiddo's older. Kelly, by the way, my kid is named Brantley Jace. I know you love kid names. Oh, thank you, Jessica. That's so sweet. Brantley Jace. I like that. My cousin Leah is married to Jace. His name is Jace. But I think he spells his J-A-S. I think that's how he spells it. That's very cute. Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, we play um, during the Kid Craddock morning show. Nationally syndicated. Um, when we go to commercial breaks, a lot of times we play old clips um, of when, you know, Kid was still here or just past bits we've done um, on Kid TV, we call it. So you can watch us as we do the morning show. And I'll stand back there by the, the coffee maker sometimes and I'll laugh stuff because I haven't like today we were playing something from 2011 and it was just I was just sitting there laughing I was like that was pretty funny we mm -hmm. were pretty funny back then <laughs> thank you that's very sweet that's awesome this next letter is from Taylor subject McCracken and Housewives hi Alan and Kelly Alan I had to tell you that my mom's maiden name is McCracken she told me that she was called the Kraken in school, a reference to Clash of the Titans, yeah. which I have seen many times. The original 1981 version with Harry Hamlin. Yeah, and there's a movie coming out like the Teenage Kraken or something. Oh, it's, really? it's a cartoon. It's supposed to be not great. Huh. Anyway. McCracken also makes me think of the movie Kingpin, also a great movie. Thank you for letting me share this random fact that... That involved too many movie references. Mm. Yes. Clash of the Titans, I remember. That was a good movie. I didn't see that one. Medusa made me mental. Was Clash of the Titans starring Harry Hamlin? Harry Hamlin, yeah. And Ursula Andress. Wow. Yeah, and I think... Well, uh, the they got together on that movie, and, and she was uh, much older, and they have a son together. Who played Zeus? It's a famous actor. Maybe. I don't know. I, I Charlton Heston, no, maybe? No, I, I don't think it was Big Chuck Heston, my president. I think it was... I don't know. I just hmm. remember Charles... Um, Harry Hamlin and Ursula Andress, even though I didn't see that movie. Okay, to finish Taylor's letter here. Kelly, how do you feel about Tamra returning to the Real Housewives of the OC? Okay, I'll tell you this. I have never been a fan of the Real Housewives of OC because I never could find somebody that I liked on it, right? But then I have gotten really into all the, like, I, I made Alan get Peacock again because I wanted to go back and watch all of the Potomac housewives. And then, you know, with my podcasts, I like to listen to a lot of, you know, death and murder ones, of course, true crime. But then I also listen to a lot of real housewives podcasts. And because of that, I've been listening to two teas in a pod, which is Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Barney. Is her name? You know, it's Tamara Judge now. Because she got divorced from Barney and now she's judge. Anyway, I've really come to enjoy her on that podcast. So now I kind of like her. I have to kind of like somebody. So now I am starting to watch Real Housewives of OC. But I don't know if I want to go all the way back to the beginning. I can't decide. But I do enjoy Tamara. Taylor says, I have a feeling it's going to end up like Heather's return, where Bravo hyped it up, but the season was still boring. Also, thank you for recommending Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. Yeah, that's why I went back to listen to uh, Potomac, watch Potomac. It's my favorite Housewives podcast at the moment. Oh, good. I say at the moment because I'm predicting that you will start one in the near future. Love you both so good, Taylor. Well, I don't know if I could start one because I don't know that I would be, 
I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I do listen from time to time to Melissa Gorga's um, on display. I listen to hers. But Two Teas in a Pod, I've really gotten into. Teddy Mellencamp. Man, I've got like, I know Alan does not care about this, and this is only for a small portion of the audience that cares about Real Housewives, and mm-hmm. I apologize to everybody else. I'll yeah. only talk about it for one more minute. Oh, man. But Teddy, Teddy Mellencamp, when she first joined the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it was crazy. Everybody loved her. I loved her. I thought she was so great, so chill, so laid back. But what happened was she got too into her head, and then when she came back for her second season, she started caring about the way she looked and dressed and started trying to keep up with everybody. And got too into her head. And then she ended up being the most hated housewife in Bravo history. I've never seen the audience turn on somebody so quickly. And now she has this podcast. And sometimes I'm like, man, Teddy just... I I guess people can say the same thing about me. The same thing about Alan. You can like somebody. But then sometimes you're like, stop talking. You're so annoying. Like maybe a lot of you are saying right now about me. But um, I like to tease in a pod a lot. If you're looking for another Housewives podcast to listen to. If you start your own Housewives podcast. It will not be with you, I promise. Thank you. Uh, It most certainly wouldn't be with me, but get it sponsored. Amen. This next letter is from Ashley. Subject, question for Kelly. Okay. There's a lot for me tonight. I could probably sit this one out too. Hey, Alan and Kelly. I have a question for Kelly related to her IVF journey. Yes. I'm about to start my IVF stimulation cycle on June 22nd, and I'm 35 years old. My worst fear is that I won't have any eggs or any good eggs extracted. You've talked a lot about your journey with the duties, but you've never mentioned how many eggs they were able to retrieve and fertilize into blastocysts. Would you mind sharing? Thanks. Love the show. Five stars. Ashley. Oh, that's so nice, Ashley. Honestly, Ashley, it's been so long, I don't remember the exact numbers. I'll be honest with you on that. Half a dozen? But I will. Maybe, dozen? Maybe half. No. The thing was, I was producing no eggs. I was, all of those years of birth control and all that stuff was for nothing because I just, I wasn't producing anything. And I went the, I'm, I'm glad you're doing the egg stimulation route. Listen, it's been almost 20 years since I went through this. And it's true. You know how like they say, if once you have a baby, you kind of forget how awful childbirth is. Otherwise, you'd never have another one. Even though I had a C-section, it was fine. But I kind of think that's why I'm fuzzy on some of my IVF details. But I do remember this. Um, I tried Clomid, made me mental, just an emotional hormonal wreck. That was a mess. I tried um, the dye test through your tubes just to see if there was any blockage. They said sometimes when they shoot that dye through your tubes, it opens something up and you can get pregnant that way. Didn't happen for me. Um, I tried the turkey baster, the IUI is what mm. that's called. Did that multiple times, didn't work. Mm. And it was just, I just, and then I went to one um, I got referred to a fertility doctor and his nurse. I, I do want, I want to say she was Russian. I don't really remember. I don't want to call out all Russian people, but this one particular woman Good eye, mate. was about the most heartless, cold. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, Whoa. when, when a, let me, t- I'm being Why honest. are you throwing Russians under the bus? I'm, I'm just saying this woman. Cause she, then she had that accent. I just remember. I don't remember. What that, kind of accent? Like a Russian one. Give us some. No. But my point is this, when a woman is going in for fertility treatments, you feel broken, you feel like, what is wrong with me? Why is everybody able to get pregnant but me? I'm looking around at all these 15-year-old girls, they have sex one time, boom, they're pregnant. I'm actively trying to get pregnant, all I want, and God, what is wrong with me? And you're so emotional, and this woman just had zero bedside manner, honestly, and then I just, I gave up at that point. But then after a while, I decided somebody else recommended the duties, thank God. And when I went to see Dr. Kevin, he told me um, basically that I was not producing any eggs, that if I did get pregnant, the odds were I would not carry it to term because I had fibroids, I had beginning stages of endometriosis and all this stuff going on that nobody else even bothered telling me or looking at. So I had to have surgery to clean my uterus out and everything, to have a blank slate, and then did the um, in vitro fertilization. When they got my eggs, I don't even think it was half a dozen. 
I had so few eggs, but you know what? All it takes is one. All it takes is one. And back then, they've changed the rules now. Um, I don't know that they'll even put in two eggs anymore because of the risk of multiple pregnancies and stuff and the oh, risks really? associated. At the time, they put in two with me. Maybe it's because I was 39 years, well, almost 39. I was about to turn 39, I think. Yeah, I was about to turn 39. And um, one of the eggs split. So that egg would have been twins. And then the other egg was Emma Kelly. But unfortunately, the, the egg that split never developed a heartbeat. And, and I, my body shed it. I thought I was having a miscarriage. It was very traumatic. But um, yeah, so it doesn't, you know, and I had, I remember there were like really good quality eggs. I had like the, I forget how it was it like A plus or A or something. And then I had a couple of like grade B's. A? Like, yeah, sort of like that. And I had a couple that were really good quality eggs and a couple that weren't so great. And so we went with the strongest ones first. And that's what happened in my case. But, you know, it's not, don't, don't stress if it's not, you know, some women come out, I had 38 eggs. I'm like, okay, great. It's a lot of eggs. I mean, some women do. Especially if you're going in to freeze your eggs and you, you don't really necessarily have fertility issues. You're just doing it, like, because you're not ready to have a baby now, but you want to do it while you're fertile and you're at your peak and you want to harvest those eggs and save them, those are the women that have like dozens to go. People who have issues getting pregnant, you might find you only have five or six eggs, but that's okay. You can still have your dream baby. Okay. Good. Well, transparency there. That's what we like from Kelly Raspberry Evans. I always tell you the truth if you want to hear it. Uh, I'm going to tell you some truth. The truth is we need to do some of that before we, uh, well, a little bit before we move on. I, you know, I get really um, wordy and yeah, when I start, yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. You know, I first learned about Thrive Cosmetics from an Instagram ad. Those things actually are effective from time to time. I saw a bunch of influencers, beautiful girls showing me how this this brilliant eye brightener, this magical stick made their eyes look so beautiful. And I was like, okay, I have to try this for myself. You have to watch an ad sometimes four or five, a dozen times. You're like, okay, I'm going to try it. And then after I ordered Thrive Cosmetics Brilliant Eye Brightener, then there was a chance for them to be a podcast sponsor. I was like, yes, I would love that because I really do believe in their products. So Thrive Cosmetics Brilliant Eye Brightener, that's the one that um, I started with and that's the one I want to tell you about. It's a highlighter stick that's made to brighten and open up your eyes. It's sort of like an instant eye lift. My first shade was the Estrella. I'm going to say it. The what? The Estrella. It's with two L's. I'm assuming it's, it might be Estrella. I don't know. Anyway, it's this white pearl shimmer. And if you put it just a little bit in the corner of your eyes and maybe just under your brow bone, it looks like, boom, you had a full eight hours of sleep, even when you know I never have an eight hours sleep night. And right now, my go-to brilliant eye brightener shade is Stella. It's a champagne shimmer and it gives me this really natural look when I want kind of like a natural makeup look day. In fact, I use it so much I need another one. So I just went online to order it and I just found out they've added three new shades. Three new shades. They've got a lilac shimmer called Aelin, a mint green shimmer called Shinna, and an opalescent, opalescent, opalescent shimmer called Izzy. That makes 16 beautiful blendable shades. You can use them as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow, the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It's got over 10,000 five-star reviews. What? Alan is, what? Oh, he's making, anyway. Um, I know you're going to love them. They have 100% vegan, cruelty-free, clean skin-loving ingredients, no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. And remember, the name cause is in the name for a reason. Because for every purchase you make, they support organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, and others. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. And right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash sandwich. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash sandwich for 20% off your first order. Thank you, honey. About a five-minute spot there. That wasn't five minutes. Raspberry? If you think... If you think that was five minutes. This next letter is from Tessa. Subject, oaked. So she sent me, um, Tessa sent me a review 
from a Facebook group called North Texas Barbecue Addicts. Yeah, I think we met them at the grand opening of the original. Yeah, and apparently they're 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 a heavy hitter in the barbecue space. They carry a lot of influence. They know what they're talking about when it comes mm-hmm. to barbecue. So Tessa sent me this. It says, hey, guys, I wanted to make sure you saw this guy's awesome review of the new Oaked location. This I have the- not seen the new review. Okay. Uh, this, is the, this is the location that opened in Addison about uh, a month ago. Yeah. I sent this to A-Train on Instagram, but since I haven't made it to very best customer, he probably won't see it. Well, Tessa, there's where you're wrong because I did see it. I did see it which makes you a very best customer. What a testament to the pursuit of perfect barbecue. I haven't had a chance to visit yet, but it is now moving to the top of my list. Anyway, love the show. And Alan, keep up the lewd humor. I have also the maturity of a 12-year-old boy and find it hysterical. The madder Kelly gets, the more I laugh. Signed, hopeful future best customer. So here's the... Maybe y'all should do a podcast together. Who, me and Tessa? Yeah. Maybe we will. Your lewd partner, Tessa. (laughs) And your trusty sidekick, Amy Wilkerson. Don't, don't be messing with Amy Wilkerson. <laughs> oh, that's right. The future Mrs. Evans. Yes, I'm sorry. She's my buddy. Okay. Um, this is the review from North Texas Barbecue Addicts. And I just wanted to give, give the guys down at Oaked and the gals a little shout out because they're doing a good job down there. It says, Oaked Barbecue Addison knocked it out of the park today. I got there at 2.45 p.m. looking to take out an order for five. I took this picture, and then I started to walk off sad. Well, the owner came out, and he came out after me asking me if I was dining in or not. He said his pitmasters overcooked some of the offerings overnight, and he wanted it to be perfect. After finding out I only needed a few pounds of various meats, he unlocked the door and let me in to order. I shall read the sign here in just a second. Uh, They ordered two pounds of Wagyu brisket. Unreal is the only word. Three pounds of prime brisket. Perfect. Best bark in town. Second to Hutchins. Wow. We want to be first, though. Six ribs with perfect smoke and pull off the bone. And glad I saw a review on here a few days ago about this location uh, better than the Upper Greenville one. Now, the Upper Greenville one's good, too. Well, this one has a more expanded menu as well. Yeah. So the sign, what the sign said, and they took a picture. It says, we are close for lunch and today on June 11th, and we will reopen at 4 p.m., the meats weren't cooked to perfection overnight, so we can't and won't compromise quality. Sorry for the inconvenience. Wow. So, so they served them anyway because they were uh, knocking on the door. Yeah, I took some girlfriends there for lunch um, the other day, and Chef Mike was telling me, and, and and they were telling me how great the happy hour is doing there. It's like kicking butt. In fact, they're going to have to add like more tables and seating because they have a really great happy hour menu and beverage special. And It's, it's a like, nice bar. It's really nice. It's yeah. really, really. So anyway, if you haven't checked it out and you're in the Addison area. Yeah, it's it's a really, uh, really nice Addison, bar. Texas, if you're not familiar. The, the whole, I mean, it's like, what is it? It's like North Dallas. 7,500 square feet or something. I mean, it's a big restaurant. Yeah. They're getting ready to have Kaboom Town there, you know. Yeah. The fireworks for 4th of July. I don't know if it's too late for you to, if you're interested, uh, go to Oaked BBQ, uh, the Instagram, or you can go to oakedbbq.com if you want to buy a, uh, a parking spot for Kaboom Town. The Oaked restaurant is right underneath where they shoot the fireworks. And the restaurant's open and yeah, clean indoor bathrooms this year as opposed to porta potties. Yeah, they got a band and... Uh, bounce houses and stuff for the kids. Yeah, bounce houses and all yeah. that stuff. Good stuff. Um, you want to do a few more of these and then we'll start thinking about, uh, showing everybody how you speak to me in this home. Sure. Okay. This next letter is from Christy. Subject, Firefly, Firefly Lane. Hello, Kelly and Alan. Hello. Long time listener. Many time emailer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Kelly, we just binge watched Firefly Lane also. Yeah. I want you to know it took us over an hour to stop crying over that show. We cried and cried and cried. The character development was so good, you just connected with them and their friendship. I can see why you would be tore up because of your relationship with Tommy Jean. Yeah. Anyway, like you, I identify with your feelings of Catherine Hegel. She gets to me too. Bigger bigger fan now. I say Hegel. Bigger fan now, like Hegel. Keep doing what you're doing. Love your podcast. Christy. Thank you, Christy. Yeah. Right now, I've started watching, and I can't hardly watch it. I get so, ever since I had Emma Kelly, I just, I get real anxious when I watch certain movies, 
And my mama and daddy really liked the night agent. The night agent is how it's called on um, Netflix. And then another friend of mine recommended it. It's been out, it's been out since like March and I finally started watching it. And Alan kind of halfway sits there in the room and tolerates me watching something. He's like, I'm on the computer. I'm not listening. And I get so anxious. I have to put it. Am I lying? I'll put it on pause. I'll get up and walk around. I'll fold towels. I have to calm down. And then I'll come back. And then I'll fast forward through a scene because I'm just convinced somebody's going to get shot. And then once I see, okay, that person got shot. That person lives. Okay. Then I rewind it and watch the scene in real time. I am the worst. Mm-hmm. That's why maybe the reason Alan won't watch with 100%. me. 100%. But Night Agent, it's it's really intense. I'm on episode four now. Okay. And I know I put it on pause before I came in here. And I know this woman's about to be killed. I know it. And I'm so upset but I haven't seen it yet. This next letter is from our favorite fans in Rhode Island. Oh. Probably our only fans in Rhode Island. I would love to go to Rhode Island. We've got the invite. Uh, This next letter is from David. Subject, Firefly Lane. Hi, Kelly and Alan. Just a quick note. My wife, Michelle, had a dream last night where we had a meet and greet with you, and you totally didn't remember us or the soupy we sent you. Do you remember what he's, do you know what he's talking about? Yeah, it's like some meat. Okay, okay. Soupy meat. Okay, I didn't think you'd remember that. Look, I remembered, so there your your nightmare was a lie. I ate that whole, whatever, chub or whatever you call it. What do you call a big thing of, like. Meat. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a big sausage or something. Yeah, but it was, but it was called soupy. Look how you set me up for failure. You could have said, hey, I'm going to read a letter about Soupy. <laughs> no. You remember what Soupy is? I want to see is? how good your memory is. Well, there you go. The fact that we've never met in person didn't play in her dream theme, but she was deeply offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've had dreams where I, you know, we wake up mad at that somebody, and even though they didn't do anything. I wasn't because I was dreaming about other random and incongruent things. As I type, Michelle is bawling uncontrollably at the final episode of Firefly Lane. Oh, no. Kelly, she's been obsessed with the show over the past week, even watching it on her phone or on the can when she could have been when she could have been taking photos of her knees and the dog. Oh, You're welcome, Alan. Like you. Well, okay. That's all Alan does. Well, that's not all I do. We've talked about joining you at the Valentin Imperial, but we've had to attend two weddings in the past month. Rally, it's expensive. Rally Durham and Sarasota. Wow. So we're tapped out for travel, plus the hats are red this year, and I don't look good in red. <laughs> <laughs> David, he's doing some good bits. We're on board in two years if you plan another trip. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of trips, we are still waiting for you to visit us in Rhode Island. It's pre- presently 74 degrees with no humidity, and the beach below Taylor Swift's house is gorgeous. She still has a house there? Dime. Love your show. We listened it listen to it together in the car. In fact, we've taken a couple of drives together just to listen to the podcast. That's, that's so nice. That's wrong on several different levels, but that's how we roll. Have a fantastic trip and can't wait to hear about it. Your best, good, sweet, kind, clean listeners. Michelle and David. All right. That's so sweet. Very nice. I was just, there's very, like very so nice. many places up there that I want to go. I'll ride my bike there's up there. Rhode Island. Oh, it's, it's pretty, yeah, everything's pretty close together, right? We can go to Boston because mm-hmm. we were supposed to go to Boston um, Thanksgiving of 2020. We mm-hmm. all know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Maine. I want to do all that stuff. Everything's pretty close together there. Uh, and you, I want to go to Rhode Island. There's Rhode Island. Look, I pulled up a map. There's Rhode Island. Look, baby, look how close it is to Boston. Yeah, everything's real very close. Very close. And it's three hours from Maine. Yeah. You want to read a couple more and then do a little something, something, bring it home for Jerome? Yeah. Okay. Look at this. We're running like, we're running like a machine, except when you do a nine-minute oh, stop spot. stop it. I did not. Good Lord. I'm just a little chatty. I don't know. Oof. Chatty today. We're gonna need to edit that one well, I'm down. a little chatty because I did Love Letters to Kelly love podcast today letters, too. Love Letters to Kelly. And man, I just get so chatty on there. This next letter is from Yvette. Subject Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> All the letters are for me. <laughs> Another love, no, another house. No, they're not. I'm gonna finish with one for me. A one. Okay. Hello, Kelly. I'm a huge fan of you. 
And Thank your, you. And your podcast with Alan. So funny. I am your person. I'd love to talk trash about Housewives of New Jersey. See? Like you, I have no one to discuss it with. So right? frustrating. Let me know. A vet. Let's do it, a vet. I don't know. I was just like, man, to commit to that would be so much. But it would be fun. Okay. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll put some thought into it. This next letter is from... But she didn't tell me if she was Team Melissa or Team Teresa. That's a very interesting thing. She left that out. This next letter is from Christopher. Subject, fishing trip. Hi, Alan. Sorry, Kelly. This is for Alan. That's fine. I heard you were looking to book a guided fishing trip with your son. May I recommend my brother-in-law? He is a charter captain in Louisiana. The company he works with is Cajun Fishing Adventures. Hashtag not an ad. And his name is Captain Todd. You can check him out at CajunFishingAdventures.com. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. I wanted to read that just to give your your uh, brother-in-law a shout-out. But we are we are staying kind of close to the DFW area. This time. But this maybe time. if we go to Louisiana. Maybe, what part of Louisiana did I it don't, say? I am unsure. Okay. Well, maybe. I just know, I know Shreveport. I know Tallulah. And I know Monroe. Don't know New Orleans. Well, I know New Orleans. I haven't been to New Orleans. No, in Baton long. Rouge. Baton Rouge. I haven't been to New Orleans in a long time. Uh, how about one more? Boy, we got a lot of letters. Good. You've let them pile up. You've really let them pile up. Holy moly! What happened? Maybe you should have here? ranked them in order of importance. Okay. Well, here's here's a good one. I saw the word poop, so we'll read this one. This next letter is from Eric. Subject, poop email. Hi, Kelly and A-Train. Another word for poop is dookie. Yes, and that was the name of a Green Day album. Good call. Mm-hmm. Good call, babe. <laughs> your, your 90s... Uh, well, I mean... What would you call Green Day? Not alternative. It's kind of... Punk? Sort of punk. Pop oh. punk. Love you guys. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year now, and boy, you guys are funny. I mean, that can be debated, and I'm a master debater. Yeah. Much love from your friendly neighbor in the colony. P.S. Prayers for Larry, your best customer, Eric. Thank you, Eric. All right. I, li- I like it when, when dudes write us because, you know, we're gal intensive, but we welcome all. We do. We do. Can you hear me thumbing through all these letters? Yeah, I thought you said you were just going to read one well, I'm more. A, I'm, a, I'm trying to find one more. It's from my man. My man. He You're looking for one in particular? Yes. He doesn't write very often, but when he does, I like to read it. Here it is. Here uh, it is. The very bottom. Yes, bottom. Hashtag bottom. My man, Tony. Tony is, he self-proclaims himself as being the best black listener we have. Okay. Tony's words, not mine. But I think Tony, I think Carolyn has something to say about that. I think <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, that's the end of our list that's, of black listeners. <laughs> I think uh, Apache Cowboy has something to say about that. All right. I think <laughs> three. Um, struggling here. This next message is from Tony. <laughs> Subject: A S A S L update. Dear Alan and the rest. Okay. Alan, I'm here. So he's a Kidcratic Morning Show listener based on that. Alan, I'm here. I've been listening religiously down here in Houston. You made a joke last week that I chuckled at, but I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> it was so vulgar. Yeah. It's probably best I don't remember. Yeah. Come on, man. What do you, why? I'm, I don't get that vulgar. Yeah, you do. Keep up the good work. Still waiting on that collaboration between the Sandwich and some Eleven and Fat Guy Handbook. Is that? Still, I don't know if that's is still, that still happening. A thing? I don't know. Robert Ehrman, who does stop talking. He's a producer on the Kidcratic Morning Show. He is my partner on the Love Letters to Kelly podcast. He's also the co-host of the Fat Guy Handbook podcast, and he's also the host of Wheel of Fortune. What else does he do? <laughs> no, he's not. But oh. um. I don't think he and Cappy are doing that right now. I think it's on. They get together like for one-offs. Mm-hmm. It like be it once every six months they might get together. That might be an Allen only event if there is a Fat Guy Handbook collab crossover thing. Because you talk about vulgar and lewd. I don't know. I've heard some of that. 
those, is it too lewd you th- for you? You think I'm lewd? You don't listen to Cappy? Cappy's pretty bad. You know, it started off, they were going to write a book called The Fat Guy Handbook. <laughs> that was the whole premise. Right. And then, I don't know what happened. They ended up just turning it into a podcast. But I think that would be a great book. Okay. But they never got around to doing it, I guess. Well, you know what we need to get around to doing? Yeah. That. Well, you know, every Monday in two th- what year was it? Last year, last Christmas, 2022. So it was Christmas of 2021. I gave my mama all my Mondays in 2022. So every Monday I spend with my mama. And then when Christmas rolled around again, she's like, well, I guess that was the end of my present. I was like, no, I I enjoy spending Mondays with mama. It's a lot of fun. And sometimes it's just, you know, sitting around visiting. And sometimes we have a mission. And this past Monday, our mission was to find mama some white pants. She's just got that in her mind. She needs some white pants. Summer pants. So I knew we were going to be doing a lot of walking around the mall. Mm -hmm. And a lot of shopping because that's what we do. Because you can't, it's so hard for my mama to find pants that fit. It, it's just like, you know, the, oh, these are too short in the stride. These, nah, 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 these don't look good. Da, da, da. So I knew we were going to be walking a lot and I needed to wear some comfortable shoes. Comfortable. Okay. Comfortable. So, and I also want to look cute. So I decided to wear my new Vessi. Vessi. My new Vessi shoes. Now yes. we told you about these before. The thing I about have some Vessi, too. You do too. We both have Vessies. These are waterproof shoes. But you don't, you know, it's not like my mama were planning on going running through mud puddles or jumping in the fountain at the mall. You can actually wear these when you just want to wear a cute, comfortable pair of shoes because they're that fashionable. The thing I hated about waterproof shoes before Vessi is they are so ugly. They're so unattractive and dumpy looking, right? I remember when I went to Hawaii with my girlfriend and we were doing this climbing thing on a waterfall and the shoes I had to wear were embarrassing these Vessi waterproof shoes, I could wear them in the water. I could wear them tromping around if I'm going to be climbing or whatever, getting wet, not worry about it. But I'm also looking really cute and stylish. Now, the ones I wore on Monday, my mama complimented them as soon as I walked in. They are the boardwalk slip-ons. I got them in the uh, coastal blue. It's kind of a nautical feel to them. Very cute, perfect for summer. Lightweight, breathable, vegan, comfortable. Like I said, you don't have to be wearing them in the water. But you can if you need to. And I also got the Everyday Classic Lace Up mm-hmm. and a crisp white crisp. with an orange accent. It's like a, I would call it a maybe a tangerine accent. I love them so much. You got a couple pair too. I did. You got the slip-ons and the lace-ups too. I did. We're going to pack them from Mexico because there we're going to be on the beach. You could wear them to the wedding. I can wear them the to the wedding. The lace-ups would be perfect for the wedding. I may wear them to the wedding. Because you don't have to worry about them getting wet, sandy. They feel good and they don't just have to be when you're getting wet. If you're looking for a perfect, comfortable shoe, has you ready for anything, rain or shine, or shopping for hours like me and Mama, these are the shoes you've been searching for. So head to Vessi.com slash sandwich to get yourself a pair today and save 15% on your first order. That's Vessi.com slash sandwich for 15% off and get shoes for your best summer yet. Not want to spell it. V-E-S-S-I. Dot com slash sandwich. Just in case. V-E-S-S-I dot com. V-E-S-S-I And let us know com. what you think when you try your pair of Vessi. All right. You want to do your clap back and get it over with? Well, yeah. I, I want to get this off my chest. I, I, I feel like it was a bigger deal than it sounded like at the time. So let me set the scene. Well, first of all, what is a Kelly claps back? <sighs> I've heard this before, so you go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll do the condensed version. Okay. I have an unfounded reputation for giving Kelly a hard time. I'm so mean. And I see it on the social medias. I see it in the text, the DMs. I see people say something like, Alan, you need to be nicer to Kelly. I've been listening to her for 45 years. Well, she's only been on. I don't care. Shut up. I've been listening to her for 45 years and you need to be nice. Be nicer to her. I'm like, okay, I will do my best. I will do my best. But if you knew how Kelly spoke to me in this home, in my home, you would be horrified. You would be mortified. And therein lies the bit. Kelly claps back this week's version. That was the condensed explanation. I tell you what, it was about five minutes shorter (laughs) than your second ad. That ad was not that long. So herein lies the bit. Kelly claps back. Let me set the scene. My sweet, sweet 10-year-old boy and I are on the floor in the living room, rolling around together, 
He's always wanting me to give him a foot rub or a hand rub. Yeah. It's always something. And you will do it for hours. <laughs> you will sit there if you're... If but nobody Dylan gives looks, me a foot rub. If I ever ask you to rub my shoulders, which I do maybe three times in our entire almost six-year marriage, is that enough? Oh, no, Alan, a little bit more. Okay, are you done? That's what I get. He's over there rubbing every joint, every his thigh, his calf, taking that little knot out of his shoulder. You were working on him for an hour. Yeah, but he's real little. There's not a lot of like... A lot of what? <laughs> a lot of territory. But you could still work on my territory for an less than a little less than an hour. Okay, maybe. you're throwing off my bit. So me and Dylan are down on the floor. We're playing Steamroller. You know, we're just we're watching TV is what we were doing. We were watching The Loud House. This is this show. It's an animated cartoon. I never heard of it until Dylan started watching this oh. thing. Cole likes it too. It went from Henry Danger nonstop, nonstop to the Loud to House. The Loud House non- Stop. Right. So Loud House is always on when the boys are here. So we're watching the Loud House, me and Dylan on the floor. Kelly is in the comfy chair behind us. I believe she might have been on her laptop. I don't Probably know for sure. So. Or on her phone. I don't know for sure. Because I'd seen that episode of Loud House about 17 times. Right. But Kelly likes to, you know, poke fun at me, my disability that I can't see. So I always have my glasses perched on the end of my nose. Well, Imagine Kelly up in this big chair with her glasses perched on the edge of her nose and she's on her computer, Loud House is on the TV, Dylan and I are on the floor. Well, <clears throat> one of the characters in the Loud House says something like she she was tired of her brothers and sisters just doing a bunch of foolishness. So she says, I don't have time for childish buffoonery. That is what the character on the Loud House said. I don't have time for childish buffoonery. I thought that was very funny. Because you use the word buffoonery right, because, a lot. Right. So I was speaking to Dylan when I say, Dill, you know what? I think that's going to be my new motto. I don't have time for childish buffoonery. Over my shoulder, I hear a voice say. Is that my voice? This would be your voice. Mm-hmm. Kelly. Your entire life is childish buffoonery. So at the time, and I, well, at the time, and I'm, right, it's not a clapback; it's just a fact. No, but listen, at the time, I'm thinking, well, maybe she's right, but that's like I always say: the worst insult you can say is the whole world can kiss my ass, because that means you, mm-hmm. Larry. Your pastor, Pastor Sam, right? Uh, you're talking. You say the Mother whole Mother Teresa, right? You say the whole world. You're talking everybody. Everybody can kiss your ass. Mm-hmm. You said your entire entire life life is childish buffoonery. Buffoonery. So from the time I was a fetus mm-hmm. in Illinois mm-hmm. to growing up in in Georgia, California. North Texas, going to grade school in in Wichita Falls, high school in Burke Burnett. I go to Lubbock, go to Texas Tech, move to Dallas in 1993, Mm -hmm. uh, work, finally meet you in 2016 Mm -hmm. until I sit here today. Mm -hmm. From fetus to today, it's all childish buffoonery. Yes. Where's the lie? I just think words matter. <laughs> I think your entire life is childhood. That's a strong statement. Mm-hmm. I didn't think so at first, but the more I thought about yeah. it, the more I thought, wow. Wow. My wife really thinks my entire life has been childish buffoonery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that. What? All right. That's, that's it? That's Kelly's clapback for this That's all you have to episode. say? That you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. I said well. it. I say what I said. What do you want me to say? Do you want me to apologize? (laughs) (laughs) I will if it makes you feel better. (sighs) Will I mean it? Some of our very best customers in the chat room are siding with you. Oh, thank you, guys. Saying that facts matter. Well, thank y'all. Thank y'all for that. 
Well, this is going to be our last podcast pre-4th of July, pre-podcast family vacation. Um, for the past couple of years during 4th of July week, while we're in Mexico, we have skipped doing a, a podcast. So we're taking a little break next week, but we'll be back the week after 4th of July and we'll update you on all of the maybe childish buffoonery, <laughs> maybe not childish buffoonery. Oh, there will be so much childish maybe, buffoonery. Are you kidding? Maybe, but follow us on social media because we will be posting quite a bit. Media. And uh, we will be hashtag podcast family vacation. So make sure you follow that hashtag because that's what we encourage other people who go on vacation with us to use that hashtag so we can see everybody's pictures and just follow along. But, but you know, go back. Our friend Susan, we've been friends with Susan for how many years, honey? I know we weren't invited to their wedding. I wasn't invited to her wedding. Right. But, they got married um, right before we did, right? Yeah. But yet, were they invited to our wedding? Hmm. Yes, they yeah, were. They were. Yes, yeah, they, they were. Yeah, they kind of were. As a yeah. matter of fact, they were. Yeah. So anyway, she huh. has gone back and she's been listening to A Sandwich and Some Lovin' from the beginning. And every day we get messages from her. <laughs> and she's just like, she's loving it so much. She said, I'm learning so much about you two that I never knew before. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I think it's good. Some, some, I was like, she's gonna get to some episodes where she's gonna, she's gonna, gonna be crying, not looking at us the same way again. We'll she's, see. She's, she's she hasn't gonna, gotten there yet. Gonna realize what kind of people we are. Right. <laughs> so maybe, you know, during the 4th of July break, if you've got some time off, you can go back and listen to some maybe episodes you've never listened before. Good job, babe. Because on my podcast, what I do is I, I, I only listen to the previously unplayed ones. And that way it just goes to the next unplayed one. I'm going back backwards listening to the archives of two T's in a pod right now. Oh, okay. That's what I'm doing. Well, I've taken a podcast and TV break. What have you been doing instead? I, not watching any TV and not listening to any podcast. Well, you're on that's, the internet. You're on for, your laptop. Yeah, that's for well, a lot of motorcycle stuff, a lot of mm -hmm. motorcycle videos. Um, but I did tell Kelly, okay, last thing. I did tell Kelly... I saw a preview for this show called Silo, and it's it looks pretty cool. I What's was telling about well, I was telling Kelly it reminded me of like a Twilight Zone episode. It's about there's this uh, it's in, it's set in the future, I believe, and there are people who live in the silo. It's an underground silo, and it's governed by people who rule the silo or whatever. And they have everything down there. They have food. You know, they they work and do all this stuff. Just in the and they can't go outside. How big is this? But silo? it's really big. But How they many don't. People are down there. Like ten thousand or something. Wow, like that. that's a lot. But they don't know why they can't get out. Oh, like they're just being told you can't go out. And and then I think it's kind they're of ruled a, by fear. Yeah, it's a story of well, why can't we go out? And should we? You know, can you're we? Just following rules because you're a rule follower. But why is this rule exactly? And and I, I think it's like a mystery. It just looked interesting to me. It's set kind of in the future. It looks kind of dark. And, and it was recommended by. You said Elon Musk. Oh, big Elon Musk. Why yeah. do you look at me like you don't even know what I'm talking about? Oh, I panicked. I I thought <laughs> uh, yeah, I just panicked. I don't I don't know. Yogurt. Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah. It was on his Twitter. Yeah. 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 So you watched a little preview and now Alan says, I finally found something I'll watch with you. I'll watch that one. I'll watch that one. All right, babe. You got anything else? No. I feel like we're forgetting something. I feel like there's one more thing we were going to talk about. Well, I don't know. Anything dog podcast? related? Um, hmm. With something might be wrong with Zoe's ear. No, um, no wouldn't any of they're that. getting ready to go to our dog, the girl, the woman that keeps our dog. I think we, um, I think we covered off and everything. We didn't get to all the letters, but we'll finish off the letters uh, week after next. And McKelly's going to be in charge of watering the plants while we're gone. Yes. Um, oh, she's got to have her wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, I wow, looks yeah. like I have to have a new crown and possibly a tooth pulled. So we're just getting hit. Left and right with the dental bills. That's a lot of fun. Who has, what has two thumbs and has never had a cavity in his life? This guy. And I prefer to not go to the dentist, have teeth pulled, have crowns, any of that well, bullsh. Well, mine's from grinding teeth. I'm out on that. Grinding teeth, cracked teeth, oh. and all that stuff. So I've got to get that straight. I feel for you. Oh, you got your new dental appliance. I did. I went to see Dr. Ty and they gave me my appliance. I wore it last night. Uh, did you do your app? You're supposed to do the app. Did my Snorlab app? Yeah, 
It, I got a pretty good snore score, but she said it's going to take a while for your throat to adjust to you know your new position of your mouth. Or I didn't hear you snore at all. Well, I and you w- have been waking me up a lot. I, I was um, in the app, but not. Like the app measures it like, you know, quiet, loud, and then yeah. epic. I never yeah. got to the epic. That's what wakes me up. Yeah. The epic is where it's like, the you know, the drapes are moving yeah. and like the room is shaking. And, and, and you're choking and I'm scaring choking. me to death. So that was good. Yeah. Swisher Dental is where Dr. Ty is. Well, now she's DFW Sleep oh, Solutions. It's not Swisher anymore? She doesn't do any dental anymore. Oh, she's wow. all sleep studies Well, now. I'm glad you corrected me. Yes, yes. And I usually don't like being corrected. Okay, babe. All right, babe. Well, this was good. I feel I feel bad we're not going to be here next week, but but we'll be back the week after, right? Yes. All right. Well, I love you desperately. Love you. I love our listeners desperately. Love y'all. Y'all follow us on the social midges. I'm at at the Alonzo1971. I'm at Kelly Raspberry on Instagram. At Kelly Raspberry Evans on Facebook. Yeah. Whatever I post to Instagram automatically connects to Facebook. So either one. There you go. Either one. And I am sure we will podcast again real soon. And in the immortal words of the great Keanu Reeves, life is good when you have a good sandwich. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.